Anyone else sick of hearing about how good the Bears are going to be this year? We got to talk about this. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And on a Tuesday, May 16th and a Wednesday, May 17th, it is another episode of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Most importantly, thanks to those of you subscribing and watching for free on the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. It is Matt Derry with you. Thanks for being with us on a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions. Lions getting done with a rookie minicamp last weekend. This is kind of the slow period. As we get ready for OTAs and everything else, could there be some free agent additions, some late ads to the roster? What about June 1st cuts, everything else? But today, I got I to gotta talk about the Chicago Bears hype, which I think is absolutely out of control. The amount of tweets I've been getting at Dairy Speaks, the amount of folks coming up to me saying, oh, uh, Chicago and Justin Fields, I, I, we got to put this into perspective. I got some numbers for you I'm going to share with you coming up momentarily here on the program today. Also, Jared Goff, still, there are some doubters out there about the Lions quarterback. One big stat from last year that stands out to me. I want to get to that coming up momentarily on the show as well. It's also a big night as we are recording right now. The NBA draft lottery is getting set to get started. I want to give a little perspective on that. We'll do that as well here on the program. We thank you for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Again, Twitter at Dairy Speaks at Lockdown Lions, the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page as well. And again, on the Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. A shout out to uh, Scotty and the folks at uh, Questionable Tees for my uh, Dan Campbell's Campbell Soup shirt today, the uh, kneecap noodle soup. We appreciate our friends at Questionable Tees, T-E-E-Z.com as well, for uh, supply, uh, supplying us with some Lions gear that we wear once in a while on the program. All right, so the executive producer, my, my guy Nathan Litke, a P1, an everydayer, listens to the podcast every day. Shout out to our everydayers out there. Uh, he sent me something on Twitter today that I, I just, I, I can't even believe. And, and it's just the tip of the iceberg. It's like, I get these every day. Um, Bears analyst on Twitter. Nathan sent this to me today. It said, the speed of Chris Johnson, the elusiveness of Barry Sanders, the trucking of Marshawn Lynch, the vision of Emmett Smith, put it all together and who do you get? Khalil Herbert. <laughs> Make it stop. Khalil Herbert, he's got wheels. He's a good player. He's a solid number two back in the NFL. He's probably going to be number one now that David Montgomery has left the Bears to join the Lions. But, like, I get these every day from people. So we got people on Twitter. And that's look, I know I'm not, it's not just the judge of Twitter, but you know what I'm saying social media, everything else, comparing Khalil Herbert, the Bears running back, to Barry Sanders. All right? Every day I'm hearing about Justin Fields. I saw another article the other day, I think it was Sporting News or Bleacher Report, where they were ranking the NFC quarterbacks, and it was Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields. What? Stop. 
Dak Prescott is better than Justin Fields. Jared Goff is better than Justin Fields. Look, you might not like Jared Goff, right? You may think a system quarterback, Ben Johnson, made him what he is, blah. Jared Goff has played in a Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins is better than Justin Fields. Should I keep going? Geno Smith, I'm sorry, is better than Justin Fields. Geno Smith took the Seahawks to the playoffs last year. He can throw a forward pass. He can. He can throw. What has Justin Fields shown other than a few 100-yard rushing games? He has not thrown for 300 yards in a game yet. His Bears last year won uh, three games. Why are we high? Oh, the Bears signed all these linebackers. Terrell, Tremaine Edmonds is coming from Buffalo. Look, uh, it's the it. I, I saw something the other day. The Bears defense could could be shades of the fearsome foursome, shades of the uh, the Super Bowl shuffle. T- what Super Bowl shuffle team with Richard Dent, Fridge Perry, Mike Singletary, Dave Dorson? Are you out of your mind, Gary Fensick? I'm tired of hearing about the Bears. The Bears stink, and they still stink. Did they make some shrewd moves this offseason? Yes. Did they trade out of the number one pick and get DJ Moore and a bevy of picks from Carolina? You bet they did. Did they draft well with Darnell Wright and a few others? Yes. But I I don't want to hear about the Chicago Bears being some force in the NFC North. Saying that Justin Fields is a top-five quarterback in the league or at least in the conference, is a farce. Comparing Khalil Herbert to Barry Sanders is wrong on many levels. Let's do a little history lesson, shall we, on the vaunted Chicago Bears, who, by the way, last year got swept by the Lions. Even Jeff Okuda got a pick six against Justin Fields. Do you remember Week 17 last year when the Lions lambasted, pimp-slapped, DDT'd the Bears. The Chicago Bears over the last 10 years, that includes the Matt Nagy era and part of Lovey Smith, and now, of course, Matt Eberflus, have had one winning season. One in the last 10 years. I know what some of you are going to say. Well, the Lions, fine. The Lions have been bad forever. I get it. I'm just making a comparison to right now with the Chicago Bears. Take the Lions history out of it, please. Since the vaunted Super Bowl shuffle, 85 champs, the great Mike Ditka teams that won five straight divisions from 84 to 89 and kind of ended their run in 88. It was 84 to 88, I should say. Since 1988, all right, when I was 15 years old, I'm about to turn 50, Chicago Bears have had a total of 11 winning seasons. All right, they stink. They don't even know where they're playing in a few years. They don't even know if they're moving to the suburbs or if they're staying at Soldier Field. They're a joke. They haven't won a playoff game since 2006 when they lucked their way to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman only to lose in the pouring rain in Miami to the Indianapolis Colts. The game was only close because it was a downpour. Peyton Manning and that Colts offense didn't do much, still won the game. 
They've won one playoff. They excuse me. They've won zero playoff games since 06. Now, I'm well aware the Detroit Lions haven't won a playoff game. They've won one playoff game 1991 since 1957. I get it. Okay. I'm just telling you, we need to pump the brakes on the Bears. I like DJ Moore. I like Darnell Mooney. I think their tight ends are good with Cole Komet. They've improved the offensive line. They've improved the defensive line. They drafted a bunch of defensive linemen. They overspent on linebackers. They are years away. They're not even sure about their own quarterback. All right? They think Justin Fields is the guy, but they don't know. Justin Fields can really run the rock. All right? We saw it in Chicago. He nearly single-handedly beat the Lions with his legs. But come the fourth quarter, he couldn't complete a pass. Not when it counted. I'm not sold on him. So this hype about, oh, it's a two-team race in the division, Lions and Bears. I'm like, Bears? No. Uh Uh-uh. Not happening. I'll still take Green Bay and Minnesota over Chicago right now. I will. I don't get it. All right. That's my Bears slander for the minute uh, here because I just, I'm stunned at all this Bears hype. I, I... Khalil Herbert, second coming, second coming, excuse me, a Barry Sanders. Ay, ay, ay. Sorry about the hiccups there. I just had a little Green Lantern pizza. Shout out to my guy, Al, and the folks at Green Lantern. Um, coming up next, Jared Goff, folks. Keep bashing him. I have a stat that you cannot argue with from last year that I didn't even realize. And I saw it today. I'm like, I'm going to mention this on the show today. We'll do that coming up next. But first, we got to talk about FanDuel. No better place to get in on NBA playoff action and betting than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's right, uh, because right now FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to one grand back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Tonight, Nuggets host the Lakers. Let's go Denver. I'm all for the Nuggets. I want to see Jokic win a ring. Uh, go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. You can bet on the basketball tonight. You can bet on baseball, whatever you want, the hockey playoffs. Uh, it's like Florida, Dallas, and, and no original six teams, no Canadian teams. Uh, but, hey, thumbs up. Uh, do it. Money line, point spreads, everything at FanDuel. Don't miss your chance at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. I feel like Rob Parker, my old buddy from uh, Detroit Sports Radio, now at Fox Sports Radio and uh, MLB Network. Rob's everywhere. He's a good person. Go get dueled. Um, Saw a stat today, which I didn't realize. If you listen to this show and you go back to 2016 when we started the Locked On Alliance show, and I appreciate David Locke and everybody of the Locked On Podcast Network, for being so supportive. We've been doing this for a while, and it's awesome. But I did not realize, or if you listen to the show, I should say, you know that I'm big on passer rating. I'm not really Mr. QBR. I'm more into passer rating because I think accuracy and everything else, to me, if you have a high passer rating and you're over 100 in the passer rating category, that's a better stat than quarterback rating or QBR. But what I did not realize, and I saw this uh, today, from uh, James Light, who I don't know, on Twitter. Jared Goff finished the 2022 season 
ranked number five in the entire NFL in QBR. Lions did a great job of building an offense that featured the strengths of Goff. Top five in QBR, quarterback ranking, which is mostly kind of an ESPN stat. But regardless, think about that for a second. We went into last season talking about how the Lions needed more productivity from their quarterback. They needed Jared Goff to not fumble the ball, to not throw the ball to the other team, and to manage the offense under Ben Johnson. And he exceeded those expectations. It got to the point where in week 18, in Green Bay, frozen tundra, Lambeau Field, Packers win, they go to the playoffs. The league wants the Packers in the playoffs. NBC's just to Aaron Rodgers this, Aaron Rodgers that. Packers, Packers, Packers. Jared Goff went into Lambeau last year. All right, didn't turn the ball over. Hit a nice deep ball to, to Khalif Raymond. Um, uh, led the Lions down the field at the end of the game to put the game away. And he finished in the top five in QBR in the entire league. All right? And no, Jared Goff is never going to be as beloved in this town as Matthew Stafford. He doesn't have the cachet. He doesn't have the big arm or everything or anything else. But top five in quarterback rating is pretty damn good. And now... The Lions have openly admitted and said, yes, we drafted Hendon Hooker in the third round. But Dan Campbell said it last week, redshirt year. This is not some quarterback to compete with number 16. Both Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell said to the media that they consulted with Jared Goff before making the selection of Hendon Hooker. So while everybody nationally still wants to replace Jared Goff, heck, any time a quarterback hits the market, Vegas has betting odds about it. Oh, that guy's going to end up in Detroit. Remember the Lamar Jackson story? Remember Mike Florio at Pro Football Talk? I think the best place for Lamar Jackson is Detroit. Why? I'm no huge Jared Goff fan. I'm not telling you I think he's the second coming of Y.A. Tittle or Bobby Lane or Dan Fouts, or anybody. I think Jared Goff is better than a game manager. I think he works very well with Ben Johnson. I think he's a really good captain. And I think for this offense, he's done a great job. He did a really good job last year. And QBR is one stat. We can go to pass rating where you think, I think he finished eighth. He had a really good year. So can we stop with the discussion of replacing the quarterback? It's not going to happen this year. And if he has a kind of year that he had this season, he's going to get 2024 too. And I would think he would get a contract extension. You know, we look around the NFC North right now and we see Cousins, who can't win a big game for Minnesota. Um, Justin Fields, who I just talked about. Jordan Love and Jared Goff. We look around the entire NFC. Peter King had his NFC power rankings. Eagles, Niners, Lions, third. The Niners quarterback, we don't know who it is. Might be Brock Purdy, might be Trey Lance. We know the Eagles are set with Jalen Hurts. But then you got the Lions with Jared Goff. I'll take Jared Goff over any of the quarterbacks in the division, including Kirk Cousins. Jared Goff's won playoff games. Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl. I think Kirk Cousins is good. All right, but when, when the chips are down in big games, he doesn't deliver. So... That's a pretty cool number for Jared Goff. And 
You know, he's continuing to work out with his teammates and his receivers in the offseason, gathering guys, whether it's in California or here. And let's ride with him and see how this season goes. All right, a big night tonight in Detroit. As I record this, the lottery has not happened, but I want to make a comparison uh, with the Lions and the Detroit Pistons. We'll do that coming up next. All right, final thing before we wrap up this Tuesday evening edition of Locked On Lions. NBA Draft Lottery is going on this evening, all right? So for those of you that are listening to the podcast, you'll already know the result of the lottery. And if the Pistons got Victor Wembanyama, who is the prize of the NBA Draft Lottery, who's the best player to come out of the lottery and out of the NBA Draft since LeBron, and if the Pistons got him, it would be awesome, all right? But one of my crack research staffers texted me today and said, what would be bigger? If the Lions got Quinn and Williams, or if the Pistons were able to draft Victor Wembanyama and win the NBA draft lottery, Pistons, Rockets, and Spurs have the best chance to get them. Who knows what's going to happen? By the time you listen to this, we'll all know. I had to think about this, and the answer is the Pistons getting Victor. And I'll tell you why. I said this yesterday on the podcast. If the Lions would go after Quinn and Williams and trade for him and get him, I think it would put them up there with Philly and San Francisco. Yes, I do think it would be big. But I also think the Lions have developed something right now and have built something right now that even if they went into next season without Williams, they've got a good D-line coach. They've got a good D-line uh, defensive coordinator and Aaron Glenn, who's gotten better. They've got a, they just have it together where I think players like Josh Paschal, Aleem McNeil, and others can take that next step. Are any of them as good as Quinn and Williams? No. Do I want the Lions to go get Quinn and Williams? Yes. But I still think the Lions are in a good position to survive, advance, win the division without the big fella from the Jets. If the Lions were to make that trade and if the Jets were to put him on the market. The Pistons desperately need this guy. Right? They need to win the lottery. That would be a game changer for that organization. I worked for the Pistons for like 11 years. I've been around the organization. I've did I've done pre and post game for them. If you remember on the radio, I've done their podcast. It's been more than 11 years, but you know what I mean? I was there every day for 11 years uh, back when they won the championship and everything else. They need this jolt badly. All right. I would think operators would be standing by tonight down at the practice facility there in Midtown on the phones, waiting for fans to call for the Pistons to win the lottery. They desperately need this. The Lions own this town regardless of how bad they've been. Right? The Pistons and NBA basketball in this town need a jolt like Wembenyana. They've got some good young players like Jaden Ivey and Cade Cunningham and Jalen Duran. I like the direction they're going, but this would be a game changer. Quinn and Williams, would he be a game wrecker for the Lions? Yes. Would he be a game changer for the defense? Yes. But the Lions are already on their way, even without Quinn and Williams. All right, thanks for checking us out, making us your first listen each and every day right here on Lockdown Lions. Again, follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks. Comments are always welcome on our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. We appreciate you guys checking us out each and every day. Tell your Lion fan friends about us if they don't know about the podcast. We're here Monday through Friday. We're breaking everything down, any news that happens with the team, anywhere this organization goes, we're on top of it. We're trying to bring you the best content each and every day, and we think we do a, a pretty good job with it. So, we appreciate you guys sticking with us, checking us out again, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Lions, man, they are they are running this town. It's exciting. And uh, I'm rooting for the Pistons tonight, too. So we'll talk to you again tomorrow.